0: Hey, look at that! Recorded started. Yeah. And we don't have to like get off the call to verify anything or anything. We just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I I tried it out earlier, and right. and like it it separates video and, and audio. So oh sweet. So if uh, if we're lucky. <laughs>
0: We're lucky. This, this is the new way.
1: This could be the new way, because it might. I think the only thing about it, I was looking at it, and it it exports out as an MP3 file, and which means it's already kind of compressed. Yeah. So I'll I'll probably wind up playing around with it, or or Bob uh, Bob bug Rob about it. Bug Rob. <laughs> yeah. See uh, see what settings they use. But, you know, ultimately, this means that the the recordings could technically just get uploaded to YouTube.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to need to hold on real quick. (laughs) That's a little bit better. Yeah, that's not too bad. You don't have a glare from my. A little bit. Well, yes, because I'm bald.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a factor. <laughs> it is. For those of you listening on the audio side, it's, we're playing around with video Oh effect. yeah, audio. Yeah, because you're listening to Dead Zone the Podcast, and I'm Brian.
0: <laughs> and I'm Rick. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi table segue into the show. And for some reason I put my old tag of Healy Goofy on here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well we can we it can it ask for a name, like, I, I, I not <laughs> I mean it works. It works.
0: I'm still I'm not gonna change it in post. post. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that works. What's going <laughs> on, man? Oh, you know, same old, same old. You've been busy.
1: Been a little busy. It's, uh, <laughs> It's been it's been a little crazy. We had a uh, uh, we had a, a Kings of War tournament. Yes. Uh, not too long ago, uh, that I I played in. And I did. I went two I, and one. Two and one. That's I mean that's the, the best that's I've really ever done. <laughs> 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 I, out of twelve players, too. Um, oh wow. Okay. And and obviously this is the, the sci-fi show, but uh, it yeah, is pretty but neat still. that uh, you know it was. Uh, a new store um, that's been uh, supporting Mantic Games down by us. Uh, they've really uh, been buying into Canes of War, Firefight, yeah, Dead Zone. Tons of
0: Firefight and Dead Zone. That well, picture yeah. you shot me was like, I was depressed that I was sitting on the couch.
1: <laughs> I, I won't lie. I was like, I, I think I told Chris when I was there. I was like, I'm going to go take a picture to make Rick sad that he's not here with us today. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So so the, what was in that picture was uh, the, the spread of Mantic product that they have, which is yeah considerable uh, for one thing. And then also they have a lot of the new stuff that just came out like in December. Yeah, uh, the new
0: Peacekeepers.
1: The new Peacekeepers with Phase Claws, the Assault Enforcers with Phase Claws, the big uh, heavy weapons platform yep. uh, Enforcer Pack, the... Uh, the big Peacekeeper, uh, big Heavy Weapons uh, guys. I forget what they're called off the top of my head. Uh, I actually wound up picking up two of those things um, because, A, I'm supporting that store because that's awesome of them, and, B, they're really cool models, and I, <laughs> I want them. Um, but, yeah, so it was, it was a really great event, and, um, you know, we had – it was our first tournament there, and yep. we had 12 players
0: um how much how much room was there room for more players
1: we had uh uh i think we had room to do a max of like 14 or 16 okay um i think i think he was technically is like if i could get 16 i i wasn't running this tournament i was yeah. uh, participating uh he was he was shooting for 16 and we did have a couple of drops the like the day of or the or the week of um, which every you know happens every now and then but yep uh, you know ultimately like it was a really great showing uh it was about a uh, little over half regular players like uh Blake and Kyle came down to play uh Adam Kinney came down to play but there is a good half of them I want to say um that were new to Kings of War oh, uh, sweet. that were like locals to the store that yeah. heard about it and and Bought in, and a whole bunch of people came and saw us playing, and then awesome. I, I think they moved quite a bit of product that day. So that was Perfect. it. Was a really great time.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: And uh, and like I said, I picked up some more <laughs> enforcers.
0: <laughs> hey, I. It's really weird seeing you buy enforcers.
1: I mean, I've got to have antagonists. <laughs> And uh, I mean, I I do have like the whole firefight uh, starter yeah. box for enforcers, um, and now I've I had a, a buddy drop off a, a starter set for marauders too. So, oh darn. Um, yeah, and I'm just I'm collecting all the factions, I the guess. Real rebs. Yeah. There's rebs all around. <laughs> rebs for everybody.
0: Rebs for everybody.
1: I I still think it'd be fun if. The rebs were like auxiliary units that the Marauders could bring on.
0: I would totally play rebs like that.
1: Yeah. That could be a fun way to trickle them into the uh, yep. the firefight scene. But yeah, we'll 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 have to see if um you know something like that comes comes out. to <laughs> next year. Uh but you know we do have a couple of, of things of note, of newsworthy yes, we things. Do. Uh, since, since, you know, happy new year, everybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the first recording since, uh, the new year started. Yep. And, uh, you know, kind of with that, a whole bunch of news happened near the end of
0: December. <laughs> <laughs> like 12 days of it.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and so to recap one of them, uh, obviously Warpath is, uh, the epic scale. Epic scale version of the game is coming to kickstarter uh it is going to be launching on february 14th uh mantic is constantly posting about it yes, and uh and with, with with some really neat uh posts too because they'll yeah, they're talking about the rules yeah yeah and how Breaking how the game plays and it, it's sounding you know like it's it's really building up well uh, so i'm excited to to see it it's a scale that i don't play at. If if you've known me for a while, Rick Rick can maybe attest to this is like twenty eight millimeter is kind of my my sweet spot. That's like I, that's where I, I like that's to be it. thirty-two, like something about it I just can't do even smaller. I'm like yep. mm.
0: So but, the size kind of reminds me is it like it's thinking about it, I was like, I think the last time I played anything this size was Risk.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah. I mean I there's a few other random board games that had tokens that size. Yeah. But yeah, I've never, I've never done anything at that size. It'll be interesting to see how my skills go at painting that. That's super tiny.
1: It's super tiny. And the screenshots we've seen of them, the models look really detailed. Very detailed. scale. So yeah, we'll have to see, um, but i'm I'm excited for it i think i think the community is excited for it it sounds like you know they they might be doing kind of a combo of you know produced uh product as well as uh exploring you know probably throwing some up on the vault um or or some other uh mechanism for releasing 3d models for it i imagine it'd be the vault
0: but they partnered for the scenery too
1: yeah, that's right. They they did announce uh, some new uh scenery that fits yes. the scale. <laughs> Which Cause is your, awesome.
0: Because your typical
1: dead zone uh scenery does not fit not, that scale. Might not be appropriate.
0: Um <laughs> I mean towering buildings.
1: <laughs> you could still pull it off.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> it it would just be like uh, you know, how it's like in dread where it was the, the mega cities have the the big apartment complex that are yeah. practically a city themselves. Uh, You know, that's just a Mantic building in the (laughs) Warpath setting. (laughs) But, um, yeah, speaking of scale and other announcements... (laughs) Scale? Halo!
0: Yes!
1: Mantic Games is going to be working on a Halo tabletop game. Yes! And uh, it sounds like... You know... details are few and far between at this at this particular time um but you know they there's a lot of buzz around it already um oh yeah from like their one article that they posted it it blew up
0: <laughs> it uh, blew
1: up it was everywhere i mean people are excited for for halo and the scale is is one thing i think it, they caused a little confusion when they made the announcement because yeah, a little bit they they specifically said like Spartans were going to be forty millimeters. Spartans.
0: The so the <laughs> That's Spartans, the important part right there. The yeah, Spartans. The Spartans
1: are, be 40 are forty millimeter, which is a pretty decent size. I think that's is that a little bit bigger than Sh- uh, Shatterpoint, the the new yeah. Star Wars uh, yeah. game. So so it's a it's a. Big, bigger scale than than most yeah. miniature games out there for you know a single mini. Um, but it's, but Halo. it's Halo. The the you know the Spartans in there are already kind of taller than your average person, and it it sounds like the rest of the line might be in that kind of like thirty two, or,
0: or her, twenty eight heroic. 28. Or whatever call it, Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so. The models themselves will be a little bit um, bigger scale uh, for for like your average human uh, yeah. in it, but then the Spartans are going to be a little bit taller than them because they're the big guys. Uh, and I imagine uh, some of the other you know models will be too. So as of right now, they haven't. Again, details are few and far I... between.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: I'm really, really hoping like it. I believe it's going to be a skirmish game. Um,
0: So, I mean, if you look at it, it looks like it's going to be a skirmish game, but also have team aspects to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because that
0: was one of the things in the first article that got posted about it is team play.
1: Yeah. So I think think there's probably going to be an aspect that is channeling a bit more of, like, the multiplayer aspect of Halo than necessarily, like, the narrative side. Sure. Um, That said... I do still hope that we get to see, you know, the Covenant uh, <laughs> as a as a faction, the Flood as a faction, uh, the the I think they're called Forerunners. I forget what the Halo I Four and Beyond. I <laughs> a
0: Halo person, so yeah. outside of the Covenant, all the rest mm-hmm. of it's like okay,
1: yeah, you would you would like the Flood because it's zombies.
0: Oh, okay. Then I'm a it's, Flood player. Got it. it.
1: It's it's basically Halo's version of Plague. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, ex- except it's it's little parasite bug thingies that latch onto oh, you all right and uh and paralyze you and then you mutate it's great uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's going to be um you know really neat to see how that that comes about we're expecting more announcements obviously as as time goes on especially at adepticon you know uh, when
0: Like your community manager posts a Spartan helmet. It says see you at Epticon. Just saying.
1: I think he posted it in the Pathfinder's group though, so I don't know if it's public. It is so so (laughs) you may or may not have seen a post about uh, may
0: or may not have.
1: Yeah, we can no longer confirm nor deny that uh, the existence of that. <laughs> or whether or not Ronnie is going to be at Adepticon. He's going to be at Adepticon.
0: I would hope so. With yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: uh, so speaking of Adepticon. <laughs> yes. Look at that segue. Segway. So uh obviously Adepticon is gonna be is coming up here. And for whatever reason I didn't write the exact dates down on my 22nd? notes. Second. Yeah, so so March, Adepticon, twenty
0: third, 24th?
1: Yep, yeah, the twentieth through the twenty fourth officially. Uh, yeah, because I think it starts on a is that Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, yeah,
0: it starts like they set up it, Tuesday and it starts Wednesday or something like that.
1: It starts I early for uh, a We've lot never of other been games.
0: There
1: that early. <laughs> no, we uh, we work. <laughs> uh, but uh, but what that means is you know um, you know Friday. Friday is going to be Firefight. Yay! Um, so so the, the whole lineup, there's a whole bunch of, of Kings of War events, uh, oh, yeah. including a Team's Ambush one, uh, which is kind of taking place, replacing, um, I think, the, how, the to, how, to, how to Use It that uh, yeah. Mike Carter usually runs. Uh, so Team Ambush, uh, I think that's probably going to be a huge blast. Uh, I think that that might actually be Friday as well. Um, there's there's uh, Armada, uh, which is also going to be Friday, uh, the official tournament, as well as a big game Armada event, <laughs> uh, coupled with the big game Kings of War. Of course. Um, and and for those that are unfamiliar. I don't mean that it's like, oh, the big championship game. No, it's it's a oh, gigantic it's game of kings of war <laughs> where, was it where sixteen feet. Something like that. I, I was talking to Kyle and we're talking over, you know, twenty uh thousand points or something yeah, per side. It seems like, like it's like
0: sixteen or twenty-two feet. Because it's, it's a, a few tables. <laughs>
1: It's a few tables worth, and it's two, uh, I believe it's kind of a, a Forces of Nature Trident Realms versus like the Forces of the Abyss and um, and Abyssal, Abyssal Dwarves, I think yeah. has, has been the, the last couple. Um, but I, they're, they're always working on new... So I wonder items. how big
0: they're going to make the Armada part. Because I remember before it was like, it was a small section of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... It was the right size for Armada, but like in right. the scale of a big <laughs> game, it was just a regular size of Armada that was being played. Yeah, uh, that was connected to it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of one of like, how crazy are they going to go with Armada?
1: These guys go crazy on it. So uh, yeah, like a Kyle, they do. They run a great, great job. It's um, it's a rather. Relatively casual event. It's great. It's a great uh, hangout time. I think people learn how to play Games of War a lot of times at, yeah. at that kind of event. Uh, and so definitely check it out. Yeah, tickets are up for that. And then obviously there's uh, Firefight, which is going to be uh, Friday evening. Uh, it starts like at three o'clock, I think.
0: And three rounds, right?
1: Three games, and we're getting done at 11. <laughs> we, <laughs> we We wanted to to really make sure that we have enough time to get through the games uh yeah. this year and which meant armada's going a little longer and firefight's going a little longer uh just to just to you know make that uh make that doable <laughs> uh because you know the when we kind of ran it for i think it was the first time last year uh, of both of those events uh kind of back to back it was it was pretty tight like it was yeah um so, so it's got a lot more breathing room this time, and I think we're gonna have a whole lot of fun. Firefight is at 1250 uh, points, and the the packets are now out and available. They were everything is live. Uh, yep, I I had finished up. Uh, <laughs> I think I was saying I was finishing them up last time I, we were recorded. Uh, yep. They got finished up. They just got posted uh, as of this recording, which is about a week. Uh, before the episode airs, <laughs> yeah. roughly, um, and and so they've been up for a little bit. Go check them out. They're they're officially being posted on Adepticon's website. Um, I'm likely going to be sharing links to the these packets going yep. forward, just so people have a little bit Get more visibility to them. Um, <laughs> they were they were it was taking a while because they were being proofread, which kind of makes me nervous because it's like I thought <laughs> I proofread them. But but you know me, Rick. As we were discussing, uh yep. there, there had been some holdover rules from Dead Zone in our packets for from years. A while ago, <laughs> like five. Like before years. we ran it. Yeah, which which was like uh, I think it was specifically like if you if you got kicked off the table or something, and you you uh, you know your opponent won, they would get like twenty tournament points. <laughs> Yeah, because it was all based on victory points at the at the time. Yep. Um, so that is not not in there. It's not part anyway, of it. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Firefights. Hey, I'm Chopper. I'm Brian
0: and I'm Rob
1: from Mobile Armor Radio
0: and you are listening to Dead Zone the podcast with Rick and Brian in the morning. Never heard of it. <laughs> I don't even know who those guys are.
1: So, we we're, we're going to be doing uh, three rounds of that and you know, I I've, I've I've got it here up in front of me. Uh, hey. so I might as well share what scenarios we're we're looking at. Ooh. That, that might make sense. It could save people the, the trouble of having to go and look at the packets directly, <laughs> necessarily. I still recommend doing that to make sure you have all the rules in front of you. Yes. Uh, and uh, so the, the first scenario we're going with is actually uh, bodyguard. Uh, so this is one where uh, each player will take uh, two objective markers to serve as their VIPs. Uh, and starting with the player who has initiative alternate attaching one <laughs> VIP marker to a unit and that only one unit can have a VIP so basically uh, you are protecting that unit in your on your side while trying to get the VIP of your opponent I'm
0: trying to remember if I played that one
1: it's it's one of the newer ones actually so yeah I
0: don't I don't think I've actually played that scenario
1: so I, I it was one that um, yeah, you know, i, I kind of read it and i was initially kind of hesitant because it's like oh yeah. do we want to be messing around with things like uh you know drones and and stuff like that but you know i, I, I did kind of have that thought i was like well if i think about it in terms of kings like this is no different than having a loot token on your Pretty much. unit so like if they if they can play these games in the tournament saying we, we can play, can play these, these games. games yeah so that's kind of the the new perspective i was taking at these yep. at these scenarios we're not just looking at killing each other um so some of us are scenario two is manpower um and so this is the one where um we have one objective marker in the direct center and then starting with the player that has initiative they alternate placing two further objective markers each on the battlefield wholly within six inches of the center line um on their opponents half of the board so i'm placing my tokens on my opponent's side um and and so there there should be i think there'll be five tokens then on the field um available, and they have to be six inches away from each other and the table edge um, and that one is uh at the end of each round you gain victory po- victory points uh for uh i believe it's based on unit strength and uh yeah, but obviously unit strength yeah obviously uh again review the uh official postings for uh, the the exact objectives there and then scenario three uh went with control uh it's a <laughs> it's, it's a tried and true we divide the board up into yep. uh, six quadrants and it's uh you know unit strength uh, at the uh, at the end of each round uh, da, 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 da. and I think it's it's uh victory points. Yeah, uh, based on like what side or what portion of the board you're on. So it's like one VP for yours. But if you're in your opponent's half of the board, it's worth two and uh, or worth three. And left and right of your opponent's half of the board is worth two. So kind of center is worth three on your opponent's half and then
0: two. This is the one where you throw your little high scoring unit into a mule and charge across (laughs) the board. Yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be a really fun tournament, I think. It's, it's a little bit more of the new flavors for Firefight, um, and, uh, I think, I think we're going to have a a great time on that. And you Uh, had,
0: how many players did you have last year?
1: So, last year, let's see if I have the, I got the, the put Brian on the spot. Brian's got all these things in front of him, actually. Uh, so we had... (laughs) We had 17 players uh, last year, out of out of 20 potential, um, okay. and already this year we have uh, 12 signed up. Nice. So we're we're on track to to probably hit that again, if and not more.
0: Potentially beat it, yeah.
1: Which is which is exciting, uh, and uh, yeah. So so that's firefight, and. Yep. Since I have a captive audience here, I'm sure you guys are wondering, like, what's going on with Dead Zone?
0: Dead Zone's on Saturday.
1: Dead Zone is on Saturday. It is Saturday morning. And uh, so it's happening alongside the Kings of War uh, two-day event. Yep. Uh, obviously, we're only doing one day. <laughs> but, um, you know, sorry sorry for those that, that always have to decide between those two. Uh, yeah it's it's unfortunately just kind of the way it is right now um we we found out last year uh it, it was so we have some really kind of interesting metrics uh <laughs> based on on how we've run uh, some of these events back to back uh the first year we ran armada sold out but it, and it was against kings of war
0: sold <laughs> out against kings of war that was that was a crazy tournament to run because yeah. it, like it was one of those half the players were brand new players Mm -hmm. um but they all absolutely loved it and they were they were a lot of them were surprised that it was being played against kings of war yeah
1: and and that was you know we obviously got some feedback on that there was a lot of kings players that really wanted to play armada um that weren't able to because they were busy with kings uh so the the next year we switched it around uh where we had armada and then we had a uh, Firefight afterwards and then Kane. So this is last year. Yep. And um, and then we had, you know, Canes next to Dead Zone. Uh, and what we found actually was Armada and Firefight and Kings of War had a lot of overlap between those three. Um, in fact, uh, Travis Tim, uh, pulled off the yep. hat trick, <laughs> <and> <laughs> won all th- uh, all three of those, um, which is which is an impressive feat. Just playing that many games, um, and had to win win them all. Um, and and the the interesting aspect of that is, of the players that didn't play Canes uh, like from the firefight side of things, we actually only had like one or two that went to play Dead Zone Played the dead next zone, yeah. day. Um, so it, it was just you know one of those things you you kind of expect the different uh, Venn diagram overlap but uh, so we're, we're kind of going from the perspective of it worked really well this last year to have uh, that kind of setup like armada once again like sold out um, Firefight was really close to it I think dead zone we I think we are pretty sure we we didn't quite sell out. I think we had like two shy, like, like yeah. almost all of our games were full last year, yes. <laughs> which was which was amazing. Um, and so uh, sign up now. Uh, <laughs> yes. Pre reg pre reg is important. Um, sign up last week. Yeah. So uh, yes, we 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 don't get sidetracked on this show at all. So yeah. dead zone, as a tournament goes.
0: One seventy-five. Um, yes, we are doing one
1: seventy-five this year.
0: Um so actually we we hadn't you had an interesting little tidbit about that. So like one seventy-five mm-hmm. is ours. Like that's our favorite for Deads on the Podcast. That's what we absolutely love playing at. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't give you you have everything. You can literally mm-hmm. take whatever you want. You still have to think a little bit about it, but mm-hmm. there's plenty enough room to take that combo or that model that you haven't taken before like, like you can build around that yeah you guys found out pretty much the same thing with kings yeah on the smaller level you were playing at what was it 1500
1: we, we were playing at 1500 um at, at so this is this is the tournament that I was just playing at. Yeah. um and yeah it's, it was uh a lot of kings of war tournaments play at like 2300 20 or 400. Was it
0: twenty two hundred and a chariot? Is that what the GT was? Or something like
1: that? That's what the GT was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But uh, but yeah. So so this was uh, the the tournament that we had uh, run here was fifteen hundred points. uh, Kind of to be a a way for the newer players to be able to kind of get their their models together. Yeah. Um, that are just starting out and, you know, a bunch of them are working off just multiple ambush boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it it kind of wound up being a nice little sweet spot, uh, where it was still kind of challenging. Right. Cause it was, yeah. uh, you know, I, I kind of had to make that decision of like, Oh, I, I, I really want to take this unit because it gives me this advantage. Uh, I'm working within the, the, um, unit building constraints of having to take X amount of this type of unit to unlock this uh, type of unit. So there, there was a lot of considerations. It, may, it did make list building, um, you know, really, you know, it, it, an involved process uh, as opposed to well, I know I'm going to be taking that and that and that. Um, yeah, <laughs> because it, it's a you know no brainer kind of thing. It's like well, no, I. Do I, you weigh your decisions uh, when you have kind of tighter, tighter constraints on your list building. Um, And that's, that's kind of why we like the 175. Yeah.
0: Cause I mean, so at 150, you're taking, you're taking, taking kind of a standard list. You don't, you can't Mm -hmm. really go outside of that. I mean, you can, you can take an iron ancestor. You can take that strider, but you're not going to have a lot to back you, them up.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you kinda with a with 150, I think we've said in the past where you had to you have to specialize in something. Yeah. Uh if you you it's really hard to take kind of a generalized 150 list and have it that succeed. Um, list. Um, against especially against a specialized list. Yeah. Um that that can easily counter you. Um but you bump it up then,
0: 25 points. Like it opens a lot of doors. Mm-hmm. at the same time not making it ridiculous
1: yeah yeah two 200 uh you know you i've get played some, I've we've played, played, 20, we've played yeah, a lot of 200 different yeah.
0: yeah i mean it's a fun 200 is a fun point level because you can bring whatever you want mm-hmm. i mean we've played 300 points but that's so <laughs> <we can> get, <laughs>
1: yeah, I, some.
0: yeah uh but yeah that 175 from at least how i look at it from a tournament standpoint you have to put as much time into your list as you do into playing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's like, for me, why the 175 is such a sweet, sweet point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've, we've run it that way uh, a couple times in the past is even in, even at dead or even at Adepticon. Adepticon yep. um, and then last year we did 200. Uh, there was, there was just a lot of people wanting that. So I was like, okay. yep. Um. And uh, but yeah, we're doing 175 this year, and uh, and we have a couple of our scenarios picked out. So we're doing f- four games, uh, for a dead zone, uh, and we are starting with scenario one deep strike. Uh, <laughs> so this is the one where you have kind of a staggered, uh, initial line on yep. both sides, uh, with some, some four pointer victory points in your opponent's side of things, and um. You know, it, it's kind of a neat one to to really kick things off. You're you're in the thick of it right away, right away, and, and uh, yeah. And then to to make uh, make things a bit more topsy turvy, scenario <laughs> two, we have scatter.
0: Love scatter. I think uh, Probably I think my favorite scenario.
1: I think last year we had done. Uh, if this is I think the one that we swapped was we had done pandemonium. Um, oh in part because you had you were able to deploy on the same side um, yeah. and and your opponents on the same side it has a similar kind of split to it yep. um but uh, i think i think scatter is a, a little fun breath of of you know randomness and and kind of crazy to throw into the mix here it's a uh, this is the championship let's have let's have some fun um yes. it doesn't all have to be uh, crazy balanced. Uh, that said, Scenario 3 is Invade. <laughs> <laughs> so so this is the one you're, you're all the way across the, the line for deployments. There's a four-pointer uh, and for each player on your opponent's side of the f- field, as well as some victory points in between. Yep. Um, and, uh, That's what yeah. we just played. Yep. And, uh, and then last... As our as our big finale, we have divide and conquer. So this is the one where it's kind of a wedge going up through the middle uh, for both sides on deployment. Victory points objectives are on the sides, and uh, all worth two points there. And uh, that's always been like, uh, apart from uh, some of the other scenarios, I've, I always felt like that's kind of a good. It's not a it's not an overly complex scenario. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a good pitched battle kind of one. Because who wants to play a uh, patrol at a death <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> but speaking of those kind of scenarios, what about items, Brian?
1: Yes. So items are going to be in play, uh, and what I'm doing is I'm 3D printing all of our item boxes, mm-hmm. uh, so that each each table is going to have a preset uh, set of them yep. uh, of of eight tokens. And they each map has an X marked on them as far as where these crates go. So uh, when you get to the table, you know it basically it makes sure that. Um, in, in the past, one thing we ran into is like sometimes people, if they're randomly putting item crates on, they forget to put the uh, Intel item deck, which internet, is worth on, you, yeah, which is tournament with worth tournament points in our in yep. our tournaments. Um, you know things like the booby trap and and some of the other random items. So this way we have a preset um, baggy essentially for each scenario. Um, I'll be I'll be painting them up this year. The those that, that went to the Michigan GT <laughs> got the sneak peek of them in their their F, or their PLA white, <laughs> PLA white. And uh, but they they should look nice. Um, I've printed off a, a whole mess of them already and uh gonna get them all painted up and ready to go i think they'll look really nice they also kind of double as terrain because they're
0: because they're actual crates
1: they're actual crates um so that's kind of a fun uh aspect of them and uh that's from uh on thingiverse there's a guy named dan batch uh who basically 3d uh designed a whole bunch of of Item tokens, wound tokens, like the whole set of uh, dead zone, uh, firefights, overdrive. <laughs> yeah, um, he did a, a great job on. Like the tokens are wonderful. Um, I like I like having them and uh, using them for for games. They, they add a little extra life to the board. Yes, they do. Yeah. And uh and yeah, so so that's our scenario sets for uh Dead Zone on Saturday. On Saturday. What time does that one start? So that one starts. Put me on the spot. He likes to do that. That's okay. I've got it in front of me. Nine o'clock is event registration. All right. And and, uh so game one, you know, starts off at nine thirty and uh we're gonna be getting done right around four fifteen. So Probably. we got a little a lunch break in between, and uh, yeah, right on. So that should be it. Should be a really fun time. Uh, I'm, it I'm looking it forward is. to it. it. It'll be nice that I'm not doing the gauntlet of tournament <laughs> running this year. Yeah, um, our our good buddy uh, bad Dev bad. Dev is going to be running the Armada tournament. Uh, he he loves that game a lot. He for those that uh, went. And played at or was at adepticon last year he was doing a lot of the demos and like uh um uh what you call it the uh mini tunnel games. runner game yeah yeah the mini uh, games Doomball. <laughs> and uh great guy and uh, he's he's got he's from the indiana area so midwest represent <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah he's he's he really loves, uh, Armada. And so, uh, he's going to be handling that as well as helping out at the booth. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. So that just means I'm doing the sci-fi stuff, yes. which, which I'm cool with. And um,
0: I'm still not a hundred percent sure if I'm going to make it.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll. The, conversa- the conversation <laughs> is happening. Yes. I mean, it,
0: it's tough because yeah, this is Rachel's senior year. Yeah. Everything is all about that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, but I mean, if you look at the time frame, like we were talking, I don't actually have to take any PTO. Yeah,
1: we we were. I <laughs> We doing some some wizardry with scheduling.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I'll keep, I'll keep nagging. Yeah. We'll see if I can go.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, it would be a really fun time. Yeah. It always is.
0: Jack here from Dreadball commercials. You've seen me. You love me. You know you want me here. You're listening to dead zone, the podcast with Rick and Brian. Don't turn that dial or I'm coming for you. One of the other announcements that dead zone and 175 and all that kind of stuff kind of wraps into is like, we just finished playing our first game of the year. Yeah. (laughs) We played 175 points of Rebs versus (laughs) It's tough because it's an Asterian list, mm. but there are no Asterians. I played Macedon. <laughs> uh, and you're really. Like, I didn't have a choice in my list. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm playing Macedon, this is literally all I have. Uh, that said. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was one of the announcements that Asterians. Mm. Like, I don't know if that means Asterians are going to lose Macedon.
1: It's, it's a little unclear a little gray it's a little gray we'll be finding out more about that for sure
0: yes uh but matthew are getting their own list yeah uh one of the, one of the people that posted on one of our thing with asking us about that theory crafting and rumors and what we think what we want um obviously you want rebs you always want rebs i always want rebs i want more lizards <laughs> <clears throat> i like I love the aesthetic from Dreadball mm-hmm. over to the resin models for Dead Zone. Um, yeah. I would love to see more of the Lizard. Like, personally, I wouldn't mind seeing sal- salamanders kind of creep their way into Dead Zone.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, Mantic has some really, really excellent salamander models. Yes. And and we were, we were chatting about it. It's like, you know, it wouldn't take much... Either, either you do resin arms, or um, you know, even in some cases, just leave them as their their fantasy is,
0: yeah.
1: uh, styling, and and you have some, you know, I mean, we did that with Veerman, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh,
0: including the Tunnel Runner.
1: Yeah. the The only thing is, and and kind of with that is like, I hope the community would embrace that idea as opposed to. I know there's some initial kind of knee jerk pushback on the, sure. the blending of the the genres um, and but the and the model lines but honestly like if you got it <laughs> you know if you got
0: to use it yeah so in when you talk about those rumors Ronnie made a comment on a post which obviously should make you a little bit happy there might be something coming to the vault yeah. in the lines of rebs
1: i'm excited for that
0: i mean i don't know when
1: <laughs> we don't know when
0: but when ronnie makes a post like that it's generally something's gonna happen
1: yeah <laughs> he, he likes to spoil things um but yeah and and like the uh the visuals for they did some concept art for some of the matsudan characters i don't know if yeah. you, uh, seeing them there, where they're using like the the bows and everything, which all, makes me think of the Kalishi, um, yep. and it makes it makes me kind of wonder like are they it's going to be Matsudon and like a Kalishi force, almost almost a Maison Lab esque uh, combination of maybe a, a couple of things uh, to give that that kind of primal synergy um, out of the giant lizard folk, but uh but yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked for the Matsudon to get their own. Uh, you know, hard plastic models as a, their own fully-fledged faction. Um, I could almost see it being that they they kind of get that formal separation from uh, Asterians. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Asterians have a lot already. They got plenty. And uh, And so, yeah. So, in addition to those guys coming out, we also have the Night Stalkers.
0: Night Stalkers.
1: They are going to be coming both to Firefight and to Dead Zone. Yay! And uh, and I, I think I think the picture that was shared recently on, on the ninth day of Christmas was of,
0: perfect.
1: Yeah, I think it gets the idea across uh of what we've been talking about, right? Like the Night Stalkers like models and themes fit. They fit in the warpath universe very well. Um, they're they're just kind of this, you know, evil eldritch kind of of force from beyond the the veil kind of thing, right? That, I mean if
0: you look so if you go on the website and you look at say the Nightstalker mega army, mm-hmm. one the one model is pretty much in dead zone already. Mm-hmm because it's it's from the nameless. Yeah. But if you look at what you get in there, outside for me, outside of the scarecrows, everything else has a place in sci-fi. Mhm. Yeah. And honestly right out of the nightmares of sci-fi cuz including including the scarecrows Event Horizon. Everything about them is Event Horizon. Yeah.
1: Or or even like a, a bit of Doom and you know yep. they, they've, they have some sneak peeks uh, on that uh, post of of some of the painted up models. Yeah. Of course they're like little zoomed in screenshots of them. I think they're going to look really wicked uh, um, and it sounds like their full launch is scheduled for May of, of this year. The distant future of 2024 is now. <laughs> um, so, and and the I forgot to mention the the new plastic Asterians and Matsudan are going to be coming out in June, is uh, when they're getting rolled out. So, uh, it's gonna it's gonna I be a if we're pretty sneak
0: peeks at a depthcon. I think we might because you know they they always have the studio models. Mm-hmm. They always have some random studio models in the in the glass case. Yeah, that would be sweet to see some firefight slash dead zone knights and gone.
1: They've got a lot of sci-fi to be showing off yes, this year, and
0: and I, I know oh, we're not even got, talking about Spartans.
1: <laughs> no, no, and that and that's kind of what I was just thinking about. Is like you know last year one of one of our kind of recurring topics was we we were kind of having a bit of a drought with uh, yeah. with the sci-fi in kind of the summertime. Um uh, this was, you know, before command protocols came out for firefight. And um, you know, you know, starting off this year, we're getting,, uh, you know, the the Kickstarter for Warpath is is kicking off. We've got this, you know new halo game uh, happening. You know, in May and June, we're getting new dead zone and firefight factions and stuff rolling out. Uh we and you know December we had a whole bunch of new enforcer models come out. Yep. Like we're we're kind of uh we're on the different swing of this now. We're I'm on the other it. side of the pendulum. Yeah. So so take a back seat, Kings of War.
0: <laughs> As we steal your night stalkers. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh no,
1: I, I think um I'm really looking forward to it. I like the now, of the evil factions, the Night Stalkers, I, I find are kind of the most compelling to me. Yeah. Um. And I, I'd like to, uh, like when I get around to, you know, maybe painting up another <laughs> King's War <of our laughs> faction, that might be my next one. Um, cool. Just because I, I like I like the idea. And, and then I'd have a kind of good Oof. and evil faction um, to, to play against and introduce people to the game. So the trick then is making sure that I have enough leftover on round 25 millimeter basis, at least for
0: dead zone. Yes.
1: At least for dead zone. Um, yeah. We'll see on, on the firefight side of things. I think my Wait. buddy Chris might have that handled cause he was already yeah. uh, getting that together and wants to, to get those beta rules uh, tested out. So nice. Um, but yeah, so, so we got some neat stuff coming uh in the the warpath side of things and sci-fi in general but yeah uh and then um one last thing for uh adept to kind of circle back to that real quick uh so word is as of right now there are not plans for a formal mantic night um it's just kind of more of that the this space kind of keeps getting more and more expensive, I, yeah. uh, and and kind of the requirements and restrictions that they have on it kept getting weirder. Uh, so there won't be a formal in this year. Um, but like I said, Ronnie is scheduled to be there, and I'm sure we will get some weird after hours oh, <laughs> hang out yeah. time with him, uh, where we're just in the the you you know you Utopia hallway uh, and just listening to him rant about something. um, We love to hear it. So, looking forward to seeing you, Ronnie. Hopefully he doesn't steal my hat this year. Uh, (laughs) You better
0: bring a spare just in case.
1: (laughs) I might. I might. Um, And and as a last Adepticon thing, uh, it kind of worked out last year, and I'm cool throwing it out again. If there's interest in doing some dreadball. Dreadball we since we don't have a mantic Night that we have to duck out to yeah. after dead zone hey let's let's throw down let's get some some dread ball going so this would be an unofficial
0: unofficial
1: this would be this would be a, would be a <laughs> dead zone the podcast podcast ball tournament dread ball tournaments which i maybe i'll throw a packet together I don't yeah
0: you, know, you don't really together. need a
1: I don't really need what a packet for dreadball though. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> uh I'll just I'll just say right now we'll we'll do 1200 uh, uh-huh. uh points for the uh the list. So so it's a bit more than your starters. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so so uh those that are interested bring a, a dreadball list. I'll have uh, a couple of mats that we can play with and yeah, we'll have a good time. Um, and and I think uh, now that I've made that announcement, we can convince Jeff Burbish to come over, <laughs> and uh, and Rob, those guys uh, yep. are always a always a blast to play Dreadball with. Oh yeah. You know, either either um, an a, a pseudo tournament style, depending on our players, or we'll just we we'll just throw down with some Ultimate Ultimate, because uh, it's yeah, <laughs> that, that's just such a wonderful. Ultimate time. is the
0: best way for me to play Dreadball. Yeah. It's also the only time I've ever won.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I do win more at ultimate than I do at regular Dreadball. I think it's because everyone kind of ignores. Everybody me
0: ignores Brian because he's the rest until it's too until it's late. Too late.
1: <laughs> so throwing that out there, um, I'll, I'll probably throw together a Facebook uh, uh, event invite, yep. and uh, you know we'll make it a, our official unofficial <laughs> tournament. It'll work. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So do, 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 other, I'm trying to think of if any other Adepticon esque announcements to throw out there. I think that covers uh, most of them. And uh, and yeah. So uh, I know we've we've been going for a while, but <laughs> I do want to to turn us over to our, our hobby table, which the is hobby our, table. This Dead Zone, the podcast hobby table, is sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain, 3D printer files for all your mantic games. And by Acid House Terrain, foldable cardboard terrain for wargaming and RPGs. Sponsored by uh, Corvus Games Terrain. <laughs> Yay! And we, uh, we were talking about the success of the Magna Fortuna Kickstarter project last year. Yes. Yeah, last year it is. It was last year, man. <laughs> I meant to say last time, but yeah, it was last year. Um, and and kind of with that, you know, I had a chance now to really dive into what came in that set and uh, and some of the other uh, products that he threw out there, and uh, including the rock formations and some of the plants, uh, the Magna Fortuna stuff. I'm I'm starting to print the infected uh, nice. buildings. And they do look really sweet. I'm really geeked to to get those painted up. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out if I want to do a slightly different paint scheme than what I the one that I kind of came up with initially, uh, just to try and and find something that maybe is just a little bit faster and easier to do uh, in bulk. Uh, it, it might just be a matter of like changing how I do the striping of, yeah. of it. Because uh, before I was doing kind of a, a solid blue, I think, I forget if it was on the bottom or the top, uh, and then white. And I was finding, like, the white was just a little too much. And uh, and uh, I was kind of, I was actually having to do, like, a full undercoat of, like, the, the dark blue. And then I would do, wrap it in paint, or tape, and then do white spray paint yeah. over the top of it. And, like, that's a lot of effort, <laughs> um, and I and I think like painting around the 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 infection um, might get a little tricky with with that scheme. So, looking at uh, maybe doing something else, uh, but equally as simple, hopefully. Um, and and that said, like apart from the buildings themselves, I I printed off some of the fences. Uh, like the laser fence is really neat. Uh, I've got a pair of those. And, uh, and like so, like I said, some of the rock formations as well.
0: I need to get some rock formations printed because like, okay, so because of my back surgery, I haven't hobbied in two and a half, almost three months. Yeah. Um, but it was that random, actually I think it was a, not the, obviously not the last Lions game, but the Lions game before that um, where I decided, you know what? I'm going to make some scenery. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out a lot of my the mantic scenery. And I started building some buildings and it was like, usually when we make scenery, we build enough pieces that we fill a board Mm -hmm. that we can mismatch and throw your scenery, my scenery together and just mismatch them and build up something for a tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, This time I decided to like actually build a map using the newer map with the roadway in it uh, and started using some of the, the scenery pieces you get in the third edition, the signs and the overhangs and yeah. the, the bar stool setup mm-hmm. um, It looked which, really cool. <laughs> it did. It was a lot of fun to play on too. Uh, but I need some rock formations and a couple other things for that to be a full table. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, because I finally got to play a game with you, it was like, oh yeah, I needed <laughs> to do some hobbying. I haven't done it in a while. So I've started <laughs> with that. Um. Uh, and as soon as we figure out printing things, I'll be able to print more. I yeah. mean, I did print some nameless for you. That was a yeah,
1: fun. yeah. So uh, similarly, uh, the the vault. Um, <laughs> we we yep. had it was the big big time for all the nameless models to, oh, to yeah. get some love. So we mm-hmm. had like the full almost the full nameless line except for all some of the, of the like hero that was games. pretty much the starter. Yeah,
0: um, and the detail is insane. I mean when you were here we pulled out mm. uh one of them and we are look comparing them was like
1: the, the original like purple plastic ones yeah. versus uh the we the E,
0: they've got the nameless on there you in the nameless were originally from Star Saga. Yep. What else is in Star Saga? The Rebs. The Rebs. Granted. And some of your favorite Some of the Rebs.
1: Ones. Some of my favorite Rebs including yeah. like the the spear uh, the um, the there's a a Sorak model, there's a Rin model, or there's actually two because nice. they have the yeah. the character creation set came with yeah. a bunch. Uh, the Yindage and the Rebel Troopers, uh, for the most part, were still kind of the the original ones. Yeah. Uh, that they had packaged up, but they do have like a Reb Trooper. Unit, the one that's throwing grenade, and Yo. and obviously the uh, our giant monkeys. Your giant around.
0: monkeys, the simians,
1: the alpha simians.
0: God, I hate that monkey. <laughs> I hate <laughs> yeah, <them>. simian
1: brawlers. <laughs> They're so cool, um, but yeah. So so excited for for more stuff in the vault. Yeah, uh, going forward, uh, and uh, and I'd be remiss to to mention uh, if I didn't. Uh, that the we'd still have a coupon code with Corvus Games Terrain, yep. uh, which is DZ Podcast uh, February, and uh, use that when you're checking out uh, either his um, his personal web store, or he uh, he is in the process of migrating to my Mini Factory. Yep. Uh, not everything has been ported over yet, uh, it, as I understand it, it's kind of a it's a slow process. going process. Plus, he's still, you know, rolling out stuff for the uh, for Magna Fortuna and everything like that. So, um, you know, he's still doing uh, what what you call fulfillment on on a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, So it's it's a bit slow going, but um, I believe that coupon code would work on both stores. Sweet. Um, If not, let us know, and
0: we'll get you squared.
1: We'll get you squared away. Um, Uh.
0: So, speaking of 3D printing, I wanted to throw a sh- shout-out real quick out to Polar Filament. Yeah. Um, so, just randomly, we found a local site that does PLA filament for us. Um, yeah. They're called Polar Filament. They're right out in Brian's Neck of the Woods.
1: Yeah, not too far.
0: Uh, we both picked up some. They put a lot of PLA on that spool. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's full. Um, and at some point in the next month or two, uh, we're actually going to get a chance to do an interview with them. So yeah. it'll probably be one of those .5 episodes for us because it'll it'll be all about 3D printing and their journey yeah. and how they ended up figuring out to do PLA yeah. in Michigan.
1: <laughs> and they, they have a, a whole variety of products. What color did you uh, get? Products. I did go with white because uh, I did. I'm what
0: of you're these doing days... everything.
1: I I do a white and everything. One of these days, I'm actually gonna do it in black because I always black primer everything that I 3D print anyway. (laughs) Yep, and it it just doesn't make a lot of sense if I'm I'm just doing that for the the Zenithal effect. Um, I went with
0: blue. Yeah, I never used blue PLA, so I was like, (laughs) yeah, sure, I'll try blue.
1: I because I, I I did want to kind of compare and contrast because I I did have yeah. some white uh, from the other uh, filament that I was typically getting off Amazon but uh, I've already printed a couple of things uh, so far and I'm really happy with the uh, the result yeah um, it's nice and still like nice and clean uh, there there is like a visually distinction between the two is there uh, which I I do kind of like it's it's um. Kind of a more dense isn't the right word, but like it's a more full color of it. I don't know if a if a picture would really translate that. Yeah. I've I've taken a couple of like here's here's one and here's <laughs> one here. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll I'll, see. I'll, I'll I'll share those. Uh, but yeah, so polar filaments is uh, they're they're located uh, near near where I live. So. Right. Yeah, the Troy area. Yeah. Uh, so if I don't feel like waiting a couple days for my filament to arrive, I just <laughs> hop in the car, go for, go, quick trip. go for a quick trip, and I'm back in an hour with a spool of filament. <laughs> so uh, that should be that should be pretty
0: fun. Yeah.
1: Especially since I've got a couple of friends that are like, hey, I want, I I want to this. start printing I this. dead zone <laughs> boards. I want to start printing MCP buildings. Uh, uh, for, yep from Corvus Games Terrain, and there's, yep. like, 30 buildings. I'm like, okay.
0: They all yeah. Those like are not. pieces. those are not quick prints either.
1: No, I've got one going right now, and it should be done in about 18 hours. Uh, <laughs> so once I'm, yep. once I'm back from work tomorrow. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I also wanted to throw out there another – one of our other sponsors of the show is uh, Acid House Terrain, uh, they will be providing some of the, the terrain that we're going to be using at the at tournament at, at Adepticon uh, for, for firefights. For firefight. Yep. And maybe a little for, for Dead Zone. We have a lot of Dead Zone terrain already nice. uh, at Adepticon. So uh, we probably won't be needing much uh, from from outside sources this time. Uh, we, we At this point, we kind of, it's a funny thing like this time last year, I was scrambling to get stuff printed and painted and and everything like that. And I'm kind of cruising. And this year is like, I just have to paint up these item crates. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You know, maybe they take an hour to do each set. If that, Uh, probably only a half hour or so. Uh, So it's like, yeah, this I'm priming them up in my basement, which I don't encourage people to do. (laughs) Always spray paint. And
0: prime in a well ventilated area, or outdoors if you can. Or use an airbrush.
1: Or use an airbrush.
0: But you know, it's, it, it's going to be like area.
1: It's going to be like thirty-seven degrees outside tomorrow. So maybe if it I need can. to get some more done, we'll see. <laughs> Michigan weather's weird. Um, yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, I think I think with that, that's probably a good uh, good point that's to wrap cool. on. So thank you guys for for checking out the video. Uh, you know, make sure to the video.
0: The video. I'm doing
1: it. Oh I gosh,
0: mean, it's tough because usually, like, usually it's just an audio thing. Yeah. The last couple times, like, that's when we started doing the look. Well, we could look at each other. Yeah, we're, we have cameras. We're,
1: it, it, we will if yeah. we if we keep doing the video part, we will actually start like bringing models that we could put in front of the camera. I mean and show you stuff. Rick's Technically, I can go things. like this and go, where's my
0: camera? Yeah, wear it. It's one of my Matsodon.
1: They do look really cool in person. They're also very mean. Uh, <laughs> They're rough. We we kind of glossed over the fact that the the Matsodon really <laughs> wrecked house on the Rebs that day. You uh, took two of them out. There was more. And you had an
0: amazing <laughs> 8 train.
1: I had an amazing 8 train to take out Otisorda with a Rin. <laughs> With Dual pistols. Yep. And then and then they all just got wasted.
0: If they got <laughs> close enough,
1: <laughs> they got too close. Is is the big And they part. just kept
0: bouncing. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think I was gonna like the knockback. Like when it comes to a fight thing, because like, no, if I didn't beat you, I want you to stay in the cube with me. <laughs> yeah. But after like, the way I was able to move around with them. Mm-hmm. With the knockback, yeah, that was actually kind of fun.
1: Yeah, they don't bring revs into melee if you can <laughs> help it. <laughs> or if you do, bring something that's more like a size a- three. <laughs>
0: yeah, bring something big.
1: I was I was running kind of a themed list, and uh, it meant that I didn't have anything over a size two. <laughs> <laughs> my my heavy hitter was the Terraton Shock Trooper, which I do like. I like that, yes. that unit. Um. It just—it
0: uh, held its own for a while.
1: It held its own for for quite a while, um, but we just we did confirm uh, my medic could not heal him in the same cube in melee, which which was a big game changer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, we were about to wrap up the show, so thank you for listening. We hope you all have a, a safe, uh, you know, New Year's into uh, you know this icy season. <laughs> As yeah. it becomes colder, and uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. There it
0: is. Good job. Yeah,
1: look for Dead Zone the podcast, and uh, yeah. So what did
0: what did you order on Zazzle?
1: So <laughs> I was gonna end the show, but I might as well leave this part. <laughs> so new products that we have up on our Zazzle. Because they're new on Zazzle. Uh, yeah. You, you can get yourself a Dead Zone mini speaker, a little Bluetooth speaker <laughs> with our logo on it. You can also get yourself a Dead Zone tape measure Ooh. with our lo- our Dead Zone the Podcast logo on it. Very which, nice. Which may or may not find its way into prize support for some event <laughs> in, <laughs> in the near future. Um and uh, and yeah, some some more stickers because I was running out of stickers to give to people.
0: Cinder, you're not allowed to play with the Macedon. Meow. She looks but like yes, a giant beast. If uh,
1: if those those type of things interest you, uh, <laughs> hop up on our Zazzle uh, page. The it's it's mostly to just have some merch. We really, we, we don't <laughs> we're not expecting much out of it. No. Uh, but you know, it, it's just kind of neat stuff that uh, you know, you can get kind of printed on demand. Um, yes, I, I still have had no success getting a hat. baseball hat um designed through uh, something about our logo, it just does not like to print on campus hats.
0: Can you see her on my table? Yes, I can, <laughs> right over Cinder. Hi, Cinder. Don't you dare.
1: I'm going to do it.
0: She looks like, like she's checking out the mats. I'm, like, I'm going to go eat them.
1: I'm going to go eat them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. <laughs> that's. A, I think that's a good,
0: good plate to wrap. Yeah, it is. Bye. Which is convenient because my battery <laughs> almost going to die.
1: Oh, no. have fun here always all right night everybody bye bye
0: because we have the cameras on you've got to wave oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) now you forget (laughs) yeah i was
1: looking over my notes to make sure i got everything
0: (laughs) probably not
1: yeah